Lesson one, basic hip. Welcome to the Jazz Session, the weekly jazz interview show. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is available in iTunes. Just go to the iTunes store and type in Jazz Session. You can subscribe for free and ensure that you'll always have the latest episode of the show. And of course, anytime you want to, you can go to thejazzsession.com. That's the online home of the show where you'll find all of the past shows, along with links to transcripts of the interviews, live jazz news, jazz writing I've done for other publications, and links to jazz sites that I think you'll enjoy. A new thing, a feedback line now at the Jazz Session, just call 631-619-JAZZ. That's 631-619-5299 if you've got comments or questions for the Jazz Session. As always, you can contact me via email, and you'll find the contact page at thejazzsession.com. This week, my guest is Polish jazz pianist Marcin Wasilewski. His new album on ECM Records is called January. From it, this is his composition, The First Touch. My guest is pianist Marcin Wasilewski. His new album is on the ECM Records label, and it's called January. It features uh, his own compositions, along with those of other artists uh, who've appeared over the years on the ECM label. And it's my pleasure uh, to welcome you to the show. Thanks for being here, Marcin. Hello. Welcome to everybody. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the trio. I know you guys have been together a long time, and you can tell just from uh, the interplay on the album. Will you talk about your band mates and uh, how you first met each of them? 
Uh, I know the bass player um, from first class of grand school when we were seven, so uh, now we are 33, so quite a long time. We know each other with a uh, bass player. Then um, in 1992 we found Michael, and from 1993 we started to play with him regularly till, till now. So it's a pretty long story. Have you guys focused on original composition ever since you first got together, or has that kind of evolved over time? Uh, when we first met, uh, we didn't have a program, but uh, fortunately, uh, we were participate. We participate in the workshops, and then older saxophone player gave us uh, compositions of legendary uh, Christoph Komeda, and it was great opportunity to just record this music uh, and with this beautiful music of Christoph Komeda we did our first debut album called Komeda and uh, this was our first work and although many uh, many listeners may not recognize Komeda's name they've probably heard his music cuz a lot of it was in the films of Roman Polanski right yes yes it is yeah we do sometimes uh, now project with some uh, movie shots of Polanski with playing Komeda's music still. He's a legendary composer, Christoph Komeda, and very important com- uh, jazzman f- here in Poland. So it was the best uh, beginning uh, to record uh, his compositions as our first CD. Then we continued uh, more original uh, uh, recording, more originals, and uh, my compositions, and trying to find other beautiful uh, melodies and interesting uh, for us structures and pieces. Now, the the link between jazz and film continues on this new recording in January because uh, you play Ennio Morricone's uh, beautiful theme to uh, Cinema Paradiso. How did you choose that particular composition? Oh, uh, every recording, every CD, uh, we try to find uh, the best, pieces which we really like. This was idea of Michael, a uh, drummer. Uh, he found uh, his fan of this uh, movie, Cinema Paradiso, and uh, his idea was to transcribe, uh, to play somehow this melody, and uh, we did like it is on the recording. Uh, but uh, the connection, music and picture is uh, very close because uh, music works without pictures, uh, then music is good when you see some pictures. So uh, I experienced this many, many times uh, when I listen, uh, for example, concert by Kid Jarrett. You can even see the pictures, his stories, what he's trying to to show you, uh, his uh, beautiful world. So this is uh, very connected for me personally. Thank you. 
Now, the uh, the three of you have played with uh, another very famous uh, musician named uh, Tomas Stanko. Can you talk a little bit about how that connection came together and what you've what you've learned from it, what you've taken from it? I've met uh, Tomas Stanko when I was eighteen, uh, so pretty. Uh, I was pretty young, and it was very important experience. I can call Tomas uh, as my musical father. Uh, but uh, my father as well as music- musician, but uh, that indeed Thomas Tanko is really musical father, I can say like this. I discovered with him many, many uncovered world uh, playing uh, through or free improvisa- improvisation or playing uh, his beautiful music ballads. Uh, I'm really a uh, big fan of his composing. And uh, it was the best option to play with him to be better to to play on very important stages with him the best and the the, the fastest way to uh, to be good musician so he's he's very important i can i used to say that he took our young blood for, from us and we drink his old wine <laughs> he's like old wine yeah i used to say that's very nice this uh, this trio really seems like a grouping of equals uh, even though it has your name on it i know in the beginning it didn't have your name on it it was just called the simple acoustic trio but the three of you really seem to have a a kind of uh, equal contribution to the music is that is that the case in the studio and on the bandstand yeah yeah you are right uh, nothing changed but a part of the name uh uh, but from the beginning, it was a uh, very democratic approach in music. We, from the beginning, we interested in the same uh, style of music. So what we do is uh, is is the result of our inspira- inspiration. We talk about this, what we want, which direction we want to go, and uh, I think. We felt this chemi- chemistry from the beginning, and uh, even though that uh, many years left, uh, uh, we still feel that we want to do something more. We still want to play with, with, with us together. What's the jazz scene like in Poland? I don't know anything about it at all. It's quite quite interesting. That's uh, how I started in, interested uh, to jazz. Uh, it was 1989, uh, exactly when communist time collapsed. Um, still, the Jazz Jamboree Festival, uh, one of oldest uh, oldest festival in Europe. Uh, the first edition was in 1956, uh, so pretty old. Uh, mm, a, a lot of uh, great stars from America, like Shirley Horn or Gene Harris, uh, Ray Brown, uh, Herbie Hancock, Miles Davis, Kid Jarrett, many, many musicians came for to, to this festival, and the scene was concentrated on this festival, but now it's different, uh, more... <clears throat> Uh, more festivals, uh, uh, the same, many, many artists are coming to our uh, place, and at the same time, we have, uh, mm, based on our legend, like Tomasz Stanko, like Krzysztof Komeda, like Michael Urbaniak, or Zbigniew Nawesłowski, so it's like continuing generation, uh, we have uh, many, many good young musicians as well, and everything is open and is growing. In many countries in Europe, there is a lot of government support for the arts, including jazz. Is that the case in Poland? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, maybe it's not easy like in Norway, uh, but uh, 
Uh, I know that uh, Norway is particular country in, in uh, with supporting uh, culture and music, especially. But uh, what we did, uh, uh, we asked Ministry of Culture. Uh, Polish here, here in Poland to support our tour, American tour. So thanks them, uh, plus uh, organ, organ, uh, coordination and organization by Sarah Humphries for ECM, from ECM by Universal Music in New York. Uh, we can uh, go to U.S. and play second part of tour uh, between 1st and 10th of November this year. Oh, that's very exciting. Where are you going to be playing, do you know? Oh, the first gig will be in Seattle on Airshot Jazz Festival, and second on second of November will be in uh, San Francisco Jazz Festival. Then we'll play in LA Jazz Bakery. Uh, we play there a uh, couple of times, uh, and in Chicago and uh, Milwaukee, Baxter Center, Philadelphia. This very small, small club, Phillies up or something and and that's it a couple of dates well that sounds great um yeah. you on this album uh, cover some some compositions by people you've already mentioned uh, one is uh, a composition performed well written by gary peacock but performed by keith jarrett and the standards trio uh, was that a suggestion of uh manfred eichor was that your own idea to uh, to put that on the record yes yes it was the idea of uh, manfred eichor um, Actually, I have I have to be honest. I didn't listen this version, uh, but playing by Keith Jarrett. So uh, maybe I didn't wanna inside me. I didn't wanna uh, listen first uh, uh, before recording. So I know uh, mm, uh, this is beautiful uh, composition of Gary Peacock, and it uh, yeah, that's how how you can listen on the re recording. It's Tomasz Stanko and uh, Ennio Morricone, like you mentioned, and uh, a couple of my compositions. And then uh, I think one of the most famous jazz composers, Prince. Oh, yeah, Prince Roger Nelson. Yeah, it was just uh, um, spontaneously, uh, just before um, 
uh, trip to U.S. for recording, I bought the CD Diamonds and Pearls, and I was so excited to listen this uh, this piece, this hit. After all, we know this hit uh, from many many years ago. So I was, yeah, yeah, I, it's beautiful. I was excited before recording, and maybe I will learn this this melody. Oh, it's G. Oh, I like G. Because then I added some chords. It was in the studio. Bonford asked us if we have something more. And I said to friends, here, listen, iPod, this is Prince. Okay, it's easy, easy piece. So this, this is Slavo, bass player, learned this piece. And it's second version is on the CD, so that's it was quite spontaneously. And you guys have covered uh, music from the pop world before, right? You've played Bjork tunes on previous recordings and things like that? Yeah, it looks pretty much the same, but, but uh, I really... I don't care really if if it's the same. I just wanted to do this, and I did, and I did it uh, because I, I'm really a big fan of Bjork. Is she connects pop and really beautiful, high-level art, and on these two worlds, and and Prince as well is very. He's like uh, the recording uh, previous one was uh, recorded in Oslo, so Bjork is from I- Iceland. And Prince is in, uh, from America, and our second album was made in in U.S. and it was kind of tribute to these two pop stars. How did you end up recording this record in New York City? Uh, you mean that whole record? Yeah. What? Uh, why there, as opposed to at home uh, in Poland or we, anywhere else? We just tried to change the atmosphere. To catch this energy from New York, you can feel this every time you are in New York. Actually, I'm exhausted after five or one week. I'm exhausted. Usually, I go there to work, uh, recording. It's not 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 light job or playing in uh, MoMA Art Center or Birdland Jazz Club. Every time I go there, I work pretty hard. Uh, so that maybe that's why, but uh, it was just uh, to catch the energy, like I said, and it was pretty uh, exciting to 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 record in New York. You know, it's important, uh, and uh, we had the fun to to record there in New York. You mentioned your American tour, which starts in a couple of weeks. What else is coming up for you uh, and the band? Um, I'm. I just uh, played, uh, try to find uh, some ideas of compositions, of my new compositions. Uh, I, maybe I will invite, I don't know, Matthias Eick, trumpet player. I really uh, like his playing, and uh, we have some idea to make a quartet. But we don't know exactly for sure uh, if it's going to be trio next album or uh, with him. He's very, a very talented Norwegian trumpet player. My guest is Martin Vasilevsky, and uh, his new album with his trio is called January. It's on ECM Records. It's been a lot of fun talking to you, and uh, I really, really enjoyed the record, and, and thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for, very much for inviting me to, the, to your show.
That was Polish pianist Marcin Wasilewski from his new ECM recording, January. You've been listening to The Jazz Session, the weekly jazz interview show. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is available for free in iTunes. Just go to the iTunes store and type in Jazz Session. You can also go to thejazzsession.com to hear all of the past shows absolutely free. A new feature this week, a phone number. That's right, you can now call The Jazz Session. Just dial 631-619-JAZZ. That's 631-619-5299. If you've got comments or questions or suggestions for the show, as always, you can contact me via email, and you can find out how to do that at thejazzsession.com. Don't forget to donate some money to our cause of the month, Musicians Village down in New Orleans. Please come back next time for another conversation about jazz right here on The Jazz Session. Thank you for listening. Bye.